Help me out here. Hello, we are live officially. Well, we're not live, we're recording. Yeah. Welcome to the Help Me Out Here podcast. This is episode number 11. 11. Ooh. I have this reoccurring thing where I always get the episode number wrong. <laughs> then I have to go back there and correct it with text over my face. But I kind of liked it, though. Okay. I think this is 11. <laughs> we hope. Otherwise, no one really knows. Number here. Yep. All right. True. This is my friend Christian. Hello. How do you say your last name? Reddle. Reddle. Okay. I knew that. Nate didn't. I wanted to make sure you said it to them. <laughs> it's Reddle. Reddle. Um, I talked about you in the last podcast, mm-hmm. which I actually recorded earlier today. So I haven't had a chance to watch it? Yeah. So that's a little weird, but... Basically, so I usually just do Wednesday uploads, but I wanted to do a bonus one because you wanted to come be on the pod and I wanted you on the pod. And um, basically, I just talked about how you've been like a good example for me as a as a beautiful boy. Oh, thank you, man. I, I called it, I talked about how you were you had the triple B factor. Or What's that? <laughs> What's I need to know. A beautiful bald boy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's too cold outside though, so I have the hat on right yeah, now. But yeah, you look good. there's no hair under here. Right, and I I wanted to look like him and look really cool and hip, so I put my hat on just like his. Mission accomplished, man. Yeah, I look pretty good. Yeah. So, hey mom. <laughs> but so I also just talked about how like, I mean, so I've been talking to you about how I need to go to counseling and stuff and how mm-hmm. I wanted to like implement that into my life. And you told me about a place to go to. And so like I've set all that up in my first appointment tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what, what in your life made you realize or motivate you to go to counseling? Cause I'm nervous. Which, which time? Cause there, I don't, there, there have been so many. When did you start? How old were you when you started? Oh God, I was, 1920 somewhere there 19 Mm -hmm. 19 I was in college I was a sophomore in college um and I kind of went through some really heavy stuff uh my high school sweetheart broke up with me my longtime childhood dog died I had a lot of sports related injuries and I was just in a really dark place I was at a school I didn't really want to be at in a major I didn't really want to do anymore so I was just having this existential like freak out (laughs) whoa Um, how old are you 19 19 yeah um and it was it was just getting dark to where it's like i couldn't eat i wasn't sleeping it was just like anxiety attack after anxiety attack and i realized this is just no way to live life i was just i wasn't going to class anymore so it was just i was wasting tuition it was just really bad and i just woke up one day and decided i'm just i'm gonna go to the free health clinic and say i really need help and see what happens and actually it was was that like part of your college, like included? Yeah. Was counseling? Which was really, really cool. It was, yeah, it was a psychologist on campus and it was free to students for a certain amount of time. I think it was up to like one semester free. Okay. And then after that, you'd pay if you had to. But yeah, they, they offered free counseling to any of the students. That's so cool. I uh, I had that option in college and I never took it. I didn't realize it was a thing, but I was taking a lot of psychology classes um, just cause I was pre-med, but my focus, my major was going to be psychology. Yeah. And so with all the classes talking about it, often they referenced the counseling location and services available to students just because they were so intertwined with the class and all that. So mm-hmm. I, I think it was a blessing that I was going to classes that had to do with something that I eventually like needed in my life. Otherwise I right. probably wouldn't be here right now. That's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I took a like a psych 
class in college. It was like the very lowest one. Mm-hmm. And the teacher was super cool. Um, and he was like our campus counselor that I could have gone to for free. Yeah. But I just feel, I just think I have always had like a weird, like pride towards counseling. It, yeah. You have to curb your ego a little bit. Yeah. And just ex- accepting <laughs> help is not something anyone really likes doing. And it's, it's a super vulnerable place to be to finally get to the point where it's like, I can't do this on my own. Mm-hmm. And to let someone in, especially when you're so raw and so emotional, to be like, I need help and let someone in and see that mess. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. It is. It's not easy. But what's been like, what I feel like is a huge blessing for me is like, me and you are really similar personalities. Like, we're both fours on the Enneagram. Yes, we are. And we're just, we're super cool. <laughs> and super forward. We, yeah, we're we so live forward. in our emotions. We just live in them. Yeah. Like deep. I just want to be them. seen. <laughs> yes. But I think having you in my life has like, has been the pushing factor to get me to go. Yeah. Because you, I feel like you understand how I act and react to things. Mm-hmm. So when you told me when I was at your house and you're like, you need to do this. I was like, okay, this is the time. Yeah. I need to do it. And it's happening, so yeah, I'm so nervous, but yeah, and it's at 8 a.m. <laughs> that's the thing, like yeah. that's the worst. It's first thing in the morning, which we were actually just mentioning oh. before this. It's like it's gonna, it's, be... it's, it's gonna be really good or really bad. You're either gonna start your day off and be like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever, or it's just gonna wreck you. Yeah, and you're just gonna be done, like down for the count for like the rest of the week. Yep, I'll probably have to just chug some coffee, but I think it'll. I think it's gonna be good because I'm I'm ready. Like I'm gonna be open. I don't think I'm gonna like fight against anything Mm -hmm. because i know i just i understand the setting is like this is my time to be vulnerable yeah and stuff so and i want to get better i want to get healthier so we'll see (laughs) it's gonna be good yeah i'm really excited for you just because like i I remember when i first was going it it was weird at first and it took me a while to open up it took like three or four sessions before i finally got comfortable whereas You know, like it's always depicted in movies and TV where it's that awkward just sitting across from each other. Dude, just awkward silence. So I you talked see, like, about the clock that. ticking like, yeah. in the back. That That's actually what it was for like the first two or three sessions. But okay. as soon as I opened up, it was just, I wouldn't shut up for the full hour. Like, I don't think my counselor said anything for really? the full hour. Yeah. It was one of the, like, that was Jeez. just his um, methodology and just his how he approached psychology and counseling was very much let the patient or you know the person talk and kind of just guide the conversation if he needs to but it's very much just kind of lead yourself down this road and find your own epiphanies rather than someone telling you oh it's because you know your mother said that she hates you when you were three at the you know the playground that's why you're so jacked up that one moment it's more you going back and recalling things Hmm. whoa that's gonna be wild yeah i mean it all depends on each counselor's approach yeah but i mean for me that was that was just eye-opening because that was the first time really in my entire life where i kind of was self-analyzing and self-reflecting mm-hmm. and now i can't turn it off because now everything is just all right i know this is bothering me let's dig down and see what's actually happening so it yeah. actually was a really great tool for me now that i still use every day of you know if i'm feeling something and i don't really know what it is take a step back and say all right what's actually happening because Otherwise, it gets out of control, and then you end up right where you were before. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's it's tools that you will learn and use for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so stoked. It's going to be good. Yeah. It'll be good. Getting some real help. Yes. Because I've been avoiding it for too long, but that's cool. So, like, you think it's – is it something you – do you still do counseling? I do. Nice. I don't go as often. Yeah, you just kind of choose when. Yeah, it's – 
usually when I start feeling things that are similar to what I was feeling when I was really bad, um, then when those things start creeping up, I realize, okay, I'm kind of not in control anymore or things are starting to get a little bit out of control. And then I, I just kind of go see someone to kind of realign and get things back in order. Hmm, that's awesome. So it kind of is case by case. I'm, I should go more than I do right now. But I did start going back, especially when I joined um, like the workforce and started my career and everything. Cause it's, <laughs> when life it's got real things. stressful. Yeah, it's all new things. And it's just I don't know how to deal with them every day, like imbalancing a relationship, balancing my own personal space and, you know, self care and all of this. It's just a lot to take on. And, yeah. you know, you think you got it until you don't. But then at that point, you hope it's like, is it too late? <laughs> so that's cool. So it's more of like a like a maintenance mm-hmm. thing yeah. for you now. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's what I need because I always like let myself get to the very edge and then like explode. Mm-hmm. It's usually anger for me. Yeah. So I feel like this will be a good outlet for me. Yeah. It's I'm trying to avoid this like yeah. all the time. It's more just like steady, slow, slow waves. Stay and just steady. Kinda, yeah. And then just notice if you start dipping a little bit like, okay, I need to kick back up, mm-hmm. come back and be normal. So it's it's really just kind of, it's also an accountability thing really. Yeah. Counseling. That's true. Yeah. Cause you know, you have to talk to that person. Exactly. And they're there to help you and they're objective completely. So they'll be the first one telling you like, probably shouldn't have done that or you should have done this or all of that. And yeah. it keeps you accountable for your actions and keeps you honest. That's, totally. Man, that's cool. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's just cool. Like to have somebody that I look up to like helping me be humble yeah it's gonna be cool it will humble you <laughs> yeah was like, i oh have a God, feeling I'm jacked <laughs> oh up. yeah it's gonna be interesting i'm excited though it'll be good um so like tell us about your like career stuff my career yeah stuff? let's 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 let Ooh. people get to know you a little bit a little bit about me what are you well, up to and keep this nice and close to your face i apologize no don't be sorry just don't it's ever do it again po- <laughs> sorry it's my first time on a podcast <laughs> i'll just go i'll just go yeah that's um, the biggest struggle is keeping keeping the mic right by your face right by my face yeah is this okay yeah all right <laughs> um just get a little beard noise in there yes yeah. a little scruffage a little scratch it's yeah, nice good for all you listeners at home you're welcome <laughs> You're welcome. There it is. Anyway, <laughs> my career. Um, yeah, what are you up to these days? What am I up to? I am a marketing manager at a Christian record label here in Nashville. And you love Christian music. Uh, <laughs> it has its place. <laughs> That's a good answer, it man. It has its place and its purpose and its time, and it does help a lot of people, like millions of people. Right. So I will never diminish its significance it just it very few it, there are very specific songs or styles of christian music that speak to me and a lot mm-hmm. of it's a lot of blues or americana and spirituals things like that more traditional stuff from like the 1930s so cool just like a dude and a guitar and just because you, you hear more of like i'm you know being a four it's all about just the emotion and feeling things mm-hmm. and a lot of that comes with the empathy so when it's you know a guy just singing from his guitar and you can just hear him like his voice cracking from just his experiences in life that just speaks to my soul more than you know good good father yeah no shade but <laughs> no shade father <laughs> let's keep it good yeah um i see yeah so it's really f- interesting because i came from working in country before that i worked in country music i didn't know that yeah i interned at umg nashville doing country music whoa yeah was that like did you like that I did. That's what made me want to stay in the music industry. It was really cool. cool. Um, there's a lot of money in it. 
Like, <laughs> I didn't realize how big country music was until I was in it saying, dang, there's like... Was that in Nashville? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, I'm downtown. sure it's like oh, huge. It was huge. Oh, yeah. man. Massive. Um, but then after I graduated from grad school, that's why I came here in the first place. Uh, my internship stopped. I didn't really have a job. So <laughs> I moved back home because I was broke. And yeah. yeah. And then job hunted for New York City forever. Couldn't find anything. And finally just reached back out to HR and UMG Nashville and said, if there's anything, I'll just take it. And then two weeks later, I was hired. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was literally like I emailed HR. They said, well, here's a job for you if you're interested. I took it within two weeks. Nice. And then moved all the way back out to Nashville from New York. Oh, my gosh. Not New York City, upstate New York. I have to clarify. <laughs> okay. Because there is there some dissonance there. Well, it's like every time I say, "Oh, I'm from New York," everyone just says, "Oh, so what borough?" Uh, Poughkeepsie, gotcha. upstate, not not the city. Is upstate like as jam packed? No, it's it like, is. It's more beautiful, right? Oh yeah, I live I in what's called that. the Hudson Valley, mm. and it's um, gorgeous. Nice. It is, it's surrounded by mountains, deep river valleys, and it's just. We should road trip out there, dude. Fourteen hours. Make I've done travel it quite a out few of times. It? Oh yeah, that'd be so fun. 14 hours. It's not, it's not a bad ride. I mean, you go all through Tennessee, all through Virginia, and then... There's some beautiful country through there. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee is so pretty. It is. I love living here, because I grew up in Nebraska. Oh, you got nothing but corn. It's just like plains. Yep. Just tables, land tables. <laughs> and now I got like beautiful mountains and hills and trees. Look at that. You have rolling everything. Oh, because we're not, not that far from the Smokies either, so... Yeah. Dude, we need to go up there, too. See, yeah. it's nice. I have a friend in Nashville. Hey, hey. We can go on adventures. Exactly. I don't have to be alone anymore. Exactly. We can just film and podcast and do all this stuff. Yes. Make make movies. Exactly. Make videos. So, uh, he's into Christian's into like records I and, am. and looking cool and listening to records. Yeah. I got a record player from a company, so I got to make a stupid review about it. So it's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. He's it's, gonna be in it. I will probably eviscerate the product, but it's fine. <laughs> It's a big word. Yeah. Don't know what it means, but yes. <laughs> it's fine. I'm imagining like you smoking a big fat cigar. <laughs> I can do that for this video. And having a whiskey and just looking so angry. Like we can add wrinkles to your face and stuff. I, and then you put a record on and it's just like you just like get youthful again. See, this is why you need to subscribe to Zach's channel. <laughs> Premium content. Premium, baby. Premium content. <laughs> Reversing aging. Exactly. That's what like, my channel's Casey all about. Casey Neistat, your move. <laughs> Please, I would love to talk to you, say, Casey. Like, Please, seen out of his channel. That'd be awesome. He's like the reason I started YouTube. Oh, I think much. he's the reason so many people started YouTube. Oh, yeah. He's huge. I didn't realize, I was watching one of his videos today, actually. He has 10 million subscribers. <laughs> like, that's insane. It's crazy. And he hasn't been uploading that much mm -hmm. lately, but he's at a point where he has so much content that people are still watching. Oh, yeah. They're like, after a certain point, like, you just grow exponentially. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. You just take off. Yeah. Also, yeah, his job just looks awesome. Yeah, I just want his office. His office is really cool, like his studio setup, and I I love like that he does like speaking events too. Mm -hmm. I think that would be like that'd be super fun to do. Content creation, like expos and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It would be just motivating like younger kids and stuff. Yeah, because I think he's in his forties now. He's late, not, he's late thirties. Yeah, or? he's about to have a second kid or just third had his, kid. What? Yeah, boy. Okay, so I've missed. He ha just missed had him. his third kid. Oh wow. Yeah, he's doing he's doing big things. Baby time. Apparently, you can afford babies like. When you're racking in 5 million views a video. <laughs> yeah. You got that real YouTube That's money. not even his real job, though. That's the thing. It's like, that's just his side hustle. Yeah, he's got so much going on. So did you hear, companies. like, how he got started with HBO and he sold it for a million dollars? Like, Yep. And that was just, like, using one of those camcorders. <laughs> yeah. 
for a million dollars. Yeah, it's insane. What am I doing with my life? He's a legend. What am I doing with my life? Dude, you're doing great things. Yeah. Do you like counseling? That's what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. Go to counseling. Yep. I'm about to. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be yeah, great. I'm excited. Um, do you have like any long term goals or wishes, like career wise? Any d- big dreams? Uh, or are you just rocking it right now? Just rocking it right now. Um, I have midterm goals for where I am in the company, okay. just kind of where I see myself going. Mm-hmm. Um, I've set like timelines and stuff like that of like positions I want to hit, but a lot of the advice I've gotten from some of my mentors um, have been to kind of not set your sights on promotions and titles and more just focus on growth and fo- and focus on those stages of like, I'm here right now experiencing these things. Once I master this, what's the next thing? And then trusting right. that, you know, wherever you go or wherever you're taken, um, you're there to learn something and learn all you can and then just bring it to the next skill. So it's it's more just... I'm try- trying recently to kind of pivot away from goals that focus on money and title and position and power and more my goals are professional and personal development yeah. within my career because with one, once you start mastering personal and professional development, the other things come naturally. So it's, all right, how can I be a better person? How can I be a, a better professional? Mm-hmm. What am I lacking right now? What do I need to work on personally? Like within myself to make me better. Yeah. And then that'll take me to the next step. And then doors will just open naturally. You don't have to keep chasing it and chasing it and chasing it and bounce from job to job. It'll right. just it'll naturally happen if you just take the time to focus on yourself and just learn and kind of just be humble with where you are. Yeah. So right now, like with that, like what do you think that you are working on right now? Like what is something you're developing within yourself to kind of like keep growing into the next thing? Well, a lot of I'll be honest, a lot of the struggles I've had with corporate America is the structure of it and I am a very principled person and I owe a lot to that to growing up listening to a lot of metal and punk and hardcore yes. like a lot um and so like just social and political and structural injustice and all of that like I just want to tear down all of that mm-hmm. always I just always want to tear down authority <laughs> it's just like in me I don't know why You're such it's a just, rocker dude I don't know You're why more it's rocker in me, than me. Yeah, but I don't have tattoos, so that's that's the only. Yeah, thing. you got the soul though. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's just fake. It's it. It was born within me. Like I've even talked to my mom about it. And she's like, "Yeah, ever since you turned about four, you've just been a pain in the ass." <laughs> that's literally <laughs> what it was. It's just ever since I was four, it was just bred in me. That's so great. Um, I love but it. so a lot of what my personal development now is is taking my principles and my morals and my ethics and how I think business should be conducted and how we should treat people within the office and just treat people in general. Um, to not get so upset when other people don't do it, lead by example, and still not get so offended when other people are acting so poorly, in my own opinion. Yeah. Um, but still just lead by example and separate out from that and just say, you know, they're acting this way. It doesn't mean I have to. And, you know, to not get upset and offended, but rather, you know, pray for them and... Mm-hmm you know, talk to them, see what's going on in their lives and try to help them move along too. But it's separating out that level of offense. Yeah. I, I carry a lot of offense with me. <laughs> Same, man. Um, I'm very defensive. Yeah. Like I get, I get defensive really fast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you are. I don't know if you get offended easily or what, but I feel like I get, I get defensive really quick. 
I, I live in defensive. I just I just <laughs> assume someone is personally attacking me Dude, at all yes, times. It's that's just how like I everything am. is just no, I know you're coming for me. I don't know why, but I just feel like Seriously. Yeah. I'm, dude, this is why we're friends. See? We're so, so literally like, the same person I right get, here. I we're long lost so, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I get like so nervous. Like, for instance, I just started working for Postmates mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm always about to like disappoint somebody. Yep. Like, it's I like I'm that. scared to like go into social situations. It's weird because I'm like outgoing, mm-hmm. but I'm like afraid sometimes to even be around people because it's like, I feel like either someone's like just waiting to attack me or I'm about to like disappoint somebody. And start a problem. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. I, I live in that state too, though. Mm-hmm. I want to get the heck out of that and well, just live. Therapy. <laughs> right. That starts tomorrow at 8 a.m. It's, it's the theme of this episode. Is <laughs> yeah. Look how effed up we both are. Yep. Go to therapy. Yes. It's it's the pre and the after. and yep. But I still deal with those things. It's just a lot of therapy is gaining the tools, like I said, mm-hmm. to actually handle it in the moment so you don't nice. unravel. So it's like. It's okay to still feel those things, but just having the arsenal and the tool set to, you know. So knowing it. how to, like, combat that in your head. And it gets a lot easier over time. The more you go and the more you have those tools and use those tools, the easier you can just, like, shut off that voice in your head. Yeah. Or, you know, hmm. not even hear the voice anymore. Yeah. But, I mean. Turn that baby off. <laughs> there are things that I struggle with that since I was 18 that I still struggle with all the time. Yeah. And life's, like, I mean, we're both young still. Yep. Like, we got a lot of time oh, yeah. to rehearse. Yes, this is not the end of all of my insecurities and <laughs> yeah. all of my angst and all of the things that make me yeah. difficult to deal with on some days. It's also cool, though, that like both of us like have turned to like rock and roll and heavy music to, oh, like, yeah. for healing. How'd you first get into metal? Dude, um, I'm trying to think. Okay, so I played bass in a Pentecostal church when I was like 12. That's definitely where it always starts. Pentecostal <laughs> yeah. church is yeah. always where the metal hits Yeah, that'll come push from. you straight to a hardcore <laughs> scene. Yeah, those people are wild. But I played bass in that church as a kid, and like the guitar player was in his 20s at the time. And he was like, dude, have you listened to this band, like Thousand Foot Crutch? <laughs> Wait, like, what's the name of it? Thousand Foot Crutch? Have you uh, heard of them? I thought you said something else, not, cr- not Crutch. <laughs> Thousand foot crotch. That's really what I heard. Right. Okay. That would be painful and you'd lose a lot of blood quick, but yeah, it was thousand good. foot crutch. Um, and so I got into like bands like that and mm-hmm. Skillet, Pillar. Okay. Have you heard of Pillar? Yes. They're like, I still love that band. Yeah. But after that, I started exploring different kinds of music and found bands like Demon Hunter. Yep. As I Lay Dying. So it's still like Christian meddling, like yes, heavy it Christian Very music. much so started in like the Christian realm. Yeah. And then I feel like just like in the last few years, I've started to branch out into like mainstream stuff. I'm like, oh, there's actually way good music. Like a lot Step better. into my world, Zach. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, you always are like, dude, have you heard of this band? And I'm like, like no. no. <laughs> Haven't. Show. <laughs> so, yeah, we need to like, you need to educate me on bands and stuff. But that's kind of how I got started. And then mm-hmm. like after I started hearing about Demon Hunter and stuff, I was like, pra- like learning those songs by ear. And mm-hmm. that's how I got into playing like metal guitar. Gotcha. All right. Now I'm a rocker. You are a rocker. And actually off screen right now is my friend Josh. Over. Down here. He's waving. <laughs> on you the can't floor see waving. Um, Josh is a cool dude. Josh is really cool. He was the guitar player in my previous band. Do you, have you ever heard of my other band? No. I didn't know you were in another <laughs> band until tonight, and now I'm going to furiously Google them when I leave. Oh, it's bad. It's uh, Are you on I mean, all the, the, the streaming platforms? Are you on the Spotify? I don't know. Is it still on Spotify? No mm. Spotify. Apple Music? Oh, it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. No Apple Music. Though. We are on the tubes. <laughs> the tubes. But the band is called Type A Alert. Type A Alert. Yes. Okay. Um, I Everyone, did, go listen right now. Isn't it from a now. movie? 
It's from the fifth element. Let's I, go blow them up right now. Everyone <laughs> just constantly Everybody like them. and subscribe. Let's get them signed. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some live videos out there when we like didn't ever play to a click track and we played like the song two times fast. <laughs> oh god. I'll show you some stuff. But it, that is so cringy when I listen to bands. <laughs> oh, it was it was just at the um, the Oscars. I watched Queen's performance at oh, the Oscars with Adam Levine who came out. But you could just tell that they were not playing track like to a click. It was, and really, they, fast. It was really rushed. You're just like it's, it's an aggressive on. song already. You're just like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, that was like everything until I started playing to a click track. But yeah, so that was like the first metal band I was in. And then now Earth Groans, but yeah, I'm a, I'm trying to be a rocker. <laughs> trying to. You're doing better than I am. At least you actually <laughs> tour. I just... Yeah, I'm in a band, I guess. I'm that pretentious dude who just collects records and tells everyone they <laughs> suck. That's me. <laughs> you can't lot, play an instrument, You're a but, lot nicer than that. Yes, yes. But, yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah, so we're, we're both a couple of, couple of rockers. Yeah. Wild. I got into the heavy stuff, like the mainstream heavy stuff first. Yeah? yeah. Like what bands? Um. Well... <laughs> I'm not going to know who any of them are. Well, it's... It started, I was like 12, and I got into my parents' records for the first time. Ooh. But they didn't listen to metal, but they were listening, like, I, my dad had a bunch of ACDC, so, like, Dude, one of the very yes. first records I ever listened to was Back in Black. <laughs> that album, it's a pretty heavy album. It's, it's a just great like, album. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, And when I was young, I was like, you know, I was in middle school, I know I was, Um, and I had a bedtime, because my parents, you know, they're just being parents, giving the kids bedtimes. But I always would listen to radio when my lights were out just because I wasn't tired because it's like 8.30 and who's tired at 8.30. True. Um, and I was just scrolling through the stations and then all of a sudden I just heard like this guttural screaming coming through with, like this little radio thing. I was like, what is this? And I found this indie black metal radio station in Poughkeepsie, New York. I don't know. Who started it? But thank you if you're li- like listening and watching. <laughs> That'd be you blessed me. Like you absolutely blessed me. And I didn't know any of the bands I was listening to. Couldn't understand any of them, right? Because it's all just like just yapping, deep guttural, like. <laughs> and so that was actually pretty good. Good job. Thank you. That's you my be in my one, band. That's my one stance. You guys want to start a new band? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, sweet. We're starting a new band. Okay, it's called Type B Alert. Type B, Type B <laughs> notification. <laughs> 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 that's, it. that's it that's our song yeah that's our song that's our intro um but yeah so i was just listening to that at like 13 and it just changed my life it just spoke to me somewhere deep inside i was like this is everything i want in life oh that's so cool and it's usually some people kind of go from like punk into hardcore into like metalcore and into metal they kind of get heavier and heavier and heavier i was like i was in high school and everyone's listening to the hardcore bands and i'm just like that's some pansy stuff yeah like, you want some real stuff here you go yeah. people are sacrificing goats on stage like <laughs> This is the heavy stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how that's how I got into wow, it. Wow, it was just that little baby radio. Yeah, that's what it was. Just oh. randomly one night, I just because my parents forced me to go to bed early, I just found a really it's random. It's your parents' radio fault. Yep. At the end of the day, she'll love to hear that, mom. You're the reason I listen to metal. Good job, mom. Thank you. Nice try. Yep. <laughs> you tried. He turned out good. Yeah. He's a good boy. A little bit. That's crazy. Um. So have you ever like wanted to be in a band? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh, so badly, so badly. It's probably like, good that you didn't, though. No, but it was like every kid wants to like have a punk band in high school and all that because you don't really have to play that well. It's mm-hmm. literally just play three power chords and scream, and you're in a punk band. Oh yeah. But I wanted to be one, and so bad. But I chose sports over music in high school. That's crazy. I, was, I, was I did the decent. opposite. Yeah. I was pretty decent at soccer, so I I stuck with that and mm-hmm. kind of I was self taught myself guitar to a point where I was pretty good, but then I put it down. Because practice, I was practicing 
soccer every night and then before i knew it, a year went by and i picked up a guitar again and like couldn't remember anything right. <laughs> like at all yeah you get rusty quick um and then i just at that point was just like okay music not playing music is not really my thing but mm-hmm. I've, I've taken piano lessons um in college actually one of the classes I, I studied music and one of the classes was piano one so we were actually like learning chords and scales and all that so dude i took that class and i almost failed it's not easy and i'm a musician it's not easy it was oh man i hated it yeah it was also at 8 a.m. every day. That's probably why you hated it. It's not because you weren't Uh-oh, good. You're yeah. just like... <laughs> I got to get away from this 8 a.m. Yeah, thing. Don't, yeah you're Uh-oh. just setting yourself up for failure. <laughs> it's just not a morning person. Like, just go home. You're falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Come back later. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Oh, so man. So if you want to start a band, I'm ready. Let's do it, boy. It's my moment. I do <laughs> sing. Like, I belt it. Not yeah. well, but like... Yeah, my girlfriend loves when I sing in the car because I'll just shriek out all the classic rock tunes. Like... <laughs> In the because I have a relatively high voice, mm-hmm. like I'm like a ten or two or something like that. I'm like I'm up there. You can climb dude. that ladder. Yeah. So I sing share in the car all the time. And <laughs> yes. She loves it. That's fine. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Okay, so when you mentioned the the Back in Black record, mm-hmm. so every Fourth of July, we're always on tour in July, mm-hmm. and every year, it turns to Fourth of July, and then we just start blasting ACDC in the van. I love it. And then we have bottle rockets, and we start shooting them out the windows on the interstate. <laughs> all then, of this sounds highly legal yeah it's very legal in the state it's in, a in whatever st- state they're yeah, in yeah <laughs> whatever state we're in it's definitely legal so don't just don't worry about that part of it yes and then we have this new tradition <laughs> we've done it for two years now but on the fourth of july <laughs> we make our drummer like get on his hands and knees with his pants down and we put a bottle rocket in his butt crack, and we light it, and he goes... I think I've seen a video of this. I th- I think I was shown a video. Every time I talk about this, I cry because it's so funny yeah. to me. But- I, I'm pretty sure my girlfriend showed me a video of that. I'm like, oh, you've never met Zach? Here he is, the man lighting a firecracker. Oh, yeah, I've posted it on social oh, yeah. media. So that was like first- my first introduction to you was this this man lighting this firecracker right here. <laughs> yeah, check we, this guy out. We should be friends. We should be friends. The first year... It burned his crack pretty bad. I, I can imagine. But it shot out. Okay. So it went flying. He was like, oh, my hole. And then this past year, dude, we could not find where the bottle rocket went. It like, if initially Caden put it in his butt and then it like fell over and he's like, yeah, replace it. <laughs> and then we light it and it like lights off and burns Brady, but we could not find where it went. But it, dude, a police boat saw us this past year. Where were you where there's a police boat? Oh, where were we? Freak, 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 freak. We were in like Michigan somewhere. Okay. Like Grand something, Michigan's. I don't remember. Is there Grand Rapids? Grand, There's a Grand, Grand Rapids. Falls, Grand Lakes. It Grand, was Grand. Grand some body of water. It was at some park and they saw the firework and like this police boat turned its spotlight on. So we're hiding behind trees. And, like, <laughs> we turned our van off and we're hiding behind trees waiting for this police boat to leave. And as soon as they start to drive away, we sprint to the van, leave the van lights off and drive away. And when we get to the highway, we turn our lights on. Like we said, all completely legal. legal. We're making all this up. It's parody. You know, they just the cops wanted to join in because it looked like a really good time. Right. They're like, dude, butt cracks, fireworks. Let's do it, boys. We're in. We're in. Let's go, popos. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're more metal than I am because I, I've never done that. That is, I guess that's pretty metal. See? We're just like, we're really wild on tour. Well, yeah, because we what, well, what else do you do on tour? Yeah, when you like put four morons in a silver box. What's you, the name of your band? 
uh, rest in peace, race in peace, actually. Race in peace, okay. Uh, his name is Quakes. Quakes. Yeah, for earthquakes. Ah, oh, because yeah. the earth groans, got it. Yeah, ah. so he perished on this past tour. Oh, no, what are you guys going to do? We got a new van. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we haven't named the new van yet, but it's a big, girthy red van. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we're gonna like rip everything out, and build bunks in there again. Oh, you did that with the other van? Yeah. So dude, just we like... got a urinal in our van. No, you don't. Oh yeah. What? I can't believe I haven't told you this, dude. I'll give you a tour because we're playing in Asheville. Yes. April twenty sixth. Where? Friday. The end. Oh, you told me about that. It's gonna be a wild show. I, yeah. I, that's actually gonna be a really fun show. It's gonna be sweet. The but end is a great venue. It is. So the urinal sitch. We drilled a hole in the bottom of our van. That's not a <laughs> urinal. That's just that's like a, a big, like two inches wide. Got a, a rubber like tube. So the tube like sticks out and there's a fastener on the bottom to hold the tube out. And then the tube goes up into an automotive like filter. Uh-huh. And then there's a lid on top. So like where the tube meets the filter, there's like a little like grill almost yeah. that like so you can't you can't really poop in it cuz there's like it would be blocked. So Ooh, you'd yeah. have to really stomp it through. And no one wants to do that. So yeah, we don't really take time to do that, but so yeah, there's a filter and you just pee in there whenever you got to pee. It like hangs on a little hook. Mhm. Um, otherwise, it would just fall on the floor. So you just hang it on a hook with the handle, keep the lid on. When you got to pee, you just pop that lid off, you pee in there, and then you just splash some water in there. You're good to go. Cool. Yeah. Wow. I did not realize that. Dude, it's like we always tell people this story because we think it's the coolest thing, and it makes it – dude, so many bands, when they get out of their van, like pee bottles go flying everywhere. It's disgusting because <laughs> you got to pee. You can't. You don't stop for every pee. Nope. That'd be impossible. Especially with four dudes in a van now. Yeah. And tons of guys are like, dude, that's so gross. You guys have a urinal. I'm like, it's life changing in bottles. They are visionaries. And they're sitting in your van just <laughs> fermenting. And like getting in and like the heat and all that, especially if you park yeah. your van like hot dude, urine. We're getting bottles. that stuff out. Yeah. And we've like marked our territory on all fifty states almost. There you go. So Earth Groans officially owns the United States. We're working on Hawaii and Alaska. Ooh. We will pee there though. Is it part of your tour? coming up i wish no okay just continental u.s yeah okay. yeah it's pretty much full u.s okay. so it'll be good that is good yeah how many dates it's it's april 4th to may 4th okay i think there's only a couple off days okay that's so. not bad yeah it'll be sweet and it's with oh sleeper i don't know if you've heard of them but they're really cool they're kind of shreddy i have not they're a solid state band as well and then the agony scene i don't know okay <laughs> i don't know them i think they haven't done anything in like 10 years so should be cool. <laughs> All right. It's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good. I think it'll be a good tour because I think a lot of people are stoked about O Sleeper. Yeah. Are they headlining? Like, uh, I don't know, actually. I think so. We got. Do we you got... know? Do you know if O Sleeper's headlining? Okay. I think they are. All right. Cool. Okay. Josh is super Josh. excited. Oh, yeah. You like love O Sleeper. I love them too. They are officially endorsed by Josh. Check them out. Yes. O Sleeper. And I just worked on one of their music videos. I operated camera a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Which one was that? Oh, dude, their drummer's name is Zach Mayfield. That's weird. With the same name. That's weird. Like, is it Zachariah Mayfield? No, it's Zach, Z-A-C. But I have him stored in my phone as other Zach Mayfield. Because you should. We're pretty close. Yes. Yeah. I dig it. It was just meant to be. It is. Yeah. Dude, thank you for coming on. Of course. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thanks for making me a better person too. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just going through life and just trying to help people who I've I've just gone through the same thing. So it's like, oh, I can help this because I've experienced it and known it. And I feel like it's kind of like our job to do that with everyone. Yeah, you know, help out who we can. So just going through your life and just 
just lend a helping hand and say, God bless. God bless. The Broken Road. Exactly. Oh, that is a song. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Well, we'll have you back sometime. Yes. Because we can talk more about counseling and like, yeah, I, I want to do, do a, like an update. I was going to say, we should do a, a post-counseling yeah. update. I'll probably be like so much more fit and strong and happy. No, he's going to be shirtless in this in the next Right. One. Yeah. That's how I'll show that I'm fit. I'll just be freaking chiseled. Just cut. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for watching, everybody. Subscribe to the YouTube's channel. Yep. Is, Go it, look is the button here? Button here? Uh, I don't there's know a button, button probably in the... Actually, it's probably between us. Ooh. That's how I would do it. Button. So click this button. Right here. To subscribe. It's my Vanna White moment. Watch a video if there's one on the screen. Go Google type A alert and regret everything. Just kidding. Then, Love you, Josh. Yeah, and... Uh, the music's actually kind of cool. Keep your eyes peeled for a type B notification. <laughs> Coming to a city near you. Bye now. And then we have to fall off our chairs. Come to me. Ugh. Oh.